Welcome to Reality of Faith and Wisdom. My name is Yuri, and today we would like to answer this question. Are we choosing forgiveness or condemnation? I want you to think about this question because uh, you're either choosing forgiveness and forgiving yourself and others, or you're choosing condemnation. And when you're choosing condemnation, we that's when we start to complain about ourselves, about different situations, about others. And I would like to start this podcast with this story. One of my pastor friends told me this story, and the story is about his life. He is a pastor in Oklahoma, has a small church, and uh, one of the men in his church, one of the guys in his church, they got hurt, um, and it was within the group, but there was only one person that that got hurt. I don't want to reveal uh, some things what happened, but he got hurt over some some situation, some scenario. He heard somebody say something, and you know somebody complaining this and that, and that hurt became so um, deep in his heart. That hurt became so uh, magnified in his life that he left the church. Eventually, he left the faith in general. He said that he's atheist. And he also completely walked away from all of his community because of that, because now he gave up on people in general. And uh, as pastor was telling me the story, he said that it was a spam of about close to 20 years. He saw this man every now and then And as he saw, as that pastor of the church saw that man somewhere where he bumped into him in the store, in in town, on the street somewhere, that guy was always negative. And it was so negative that uh, he almost would cuss the church out, cuss the people, oh, you guys, all this and this and that. And and this continued, this negativity, this this sphere of, of negativity that he lived in continued for almost 20 years. Not only that he hated the church and he hated the community, but he also hated the pastor that told me the, the story. He would cuss him out every now and then. But after 20 years, pastor received a phone call from the hospital as the man was dying on his deathbed. And he said, would you come to this hospital? I need to talk to you. Pastor went to that hospital and as he approached that man, The man said, Pastor, I'm so sorry about my behavior. I'm so sorry about all this thing that happened. I have walked away from church, from my faith, from my community. Every time I would see you, the pastor, he said, deep down inside, I knew the truth. I knew that I was also wrong, but I did not want to accept this because of this hurt. But before I die, I wanted to ask you for forgiveness. And I want to ask God for forgiveness. And the story ended up, pastor led him back into reconciliation with God, with people. And he has has died in this hospital. But the coolest thing within the story, as pastor was sharing the, the story with me, he said this, Yuri, I have never stopped preaching to that man. I have never stopped preaching good news. Even though he would cuss me out, I never stopped sharing the love and the grace and forgiveness of my God.
Even though he didn't like me, even though he would cuss me out, even though he said, you know, get away, get away from here, you and your God and everybody else. I wanted to live on my own. I want to do my own thing. I don't want to live. I, I want to live with my own convictions and my own ideas. But he said, I would always preach the gospel. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this story, because in Romans chapter eight, verse one and two, it says there's no condemnation for those who belong to Jesus, right? And let me, let me read this verse. Romans eight, verse one and two, it says this. So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Jesus Christ. If you belong to him, there's no condemnation. And because you belong to him, the power of life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. I've read this verse, and I think I've shared this story one other time on the podcast. But I wanted to, I wanted to take a different side to, to this story and to this verse. You see, it says, unless we belong to Jesus, if we belong to him, we understand that we are his completely his, our mind, our heart, and soul, that in Jesus, there's no condemnation. And the power of life-giving spirit has freed you from the sin. Now, what is condemnation? Condemna condemnation is simply this. If you see somebody doing something bad, something that you don't agree with, living in sin, you coming to that person and saying, you are a bad person because you're living in this right? Condemnation, condemnation attacking the heart, the mind, the soul of the man or the woman. Conviction of the whole, the Holy Spirit is very different. Conviction is when you see a man living in sin or a woman or hurting in any area, you come to that person and say, listen, let me help you. I know you're hurting. I know you don't want to live like this. You're a good person. Can I stand with you? Yes, there is a problem, but can I encourage you? Can I help you? Can I lead you out of that? That is conviction. Now, in that story, the man took that negative, the thing that happened to him so close to his heart. And because of that, not only he stopped believing, not only he left the church, not only he has left, left everything that he knew and he lived for. Now, Everybody that he saw, he saw them as enemies. That's what condemnation will do. Will do. You, you see, condemnation doesn't work or devil does not bring condemnation just because, um, because you're, you have sinned. He can bring that just because of something else. Maybe your friend did something and it doesn't even have to be related completely to you. But because you see somebody, somebody as untrust, not tr trustworthy anymore. Now, now everybody is, is like that. Now we start seeing and looking at people at churches and, and, and just because maybe you got hurt in a church somewhere or maybe you got hurt in the business. Now, now because of this scenario, now you're, you're condemning everybody else and you condemning yourself. You're not accepting forgiveness. You see, Jesus said that if you belong to him, there is no, there is no condemnation. That means, that means, see, in the, in, in the old, in the old Testament, you have to bring a sacrifice. You have to come, come and confess and say, and, and, and that sacrifice would cover your sins. But in the New Testament, Jesus has challenged all of us in a, such a way. He said, if your brother sinned against you, Somebody said to Jesus, hey, if how many times should I, should I forgive? 
And Jesus said, if your brother or sister sin again against you, forgive him. And even if it's 70 times seven, 400 something every day, you still live out of forgiveness. But how, how? Because a lot of people, and even though I'm a pastor, I still sometimes go to this condemnation because I am not, sometimes I, I will fail with kids. Sometimes I will fail with, with my wife. Sometimes I've, I will give in to anger, right? And now as soon as we give in to anything like this, the devil will come and say, well, this, this is who you are. This is who you are because you're repeating the same thing and same thing. Let me tell you that between, between condemnation and forgiveness, there's a grace of God. And maybe, maybe you're the person that decided to change your life. And, and God sees that. God knows your heart, your mind, your soul. But people don't see it yet. People don't see you're living a, a different life. You're struggling. You're, yes, but, but you're trying. You're, you're getting up and, and, and you're following God. In between that, there, there is a grace of God. There is a mercy of God. And it doesn't matter who and what and where and how people look at you. If you understand that, number one, you belong to Jesus, that at this point, nobody else matter. And little by little, Jesus will soften your heart, your mind, your soul. And you will start to not only forgive yourself, but you start to forgive others. You start, you, you start to live out of that forgiveness. Ask yourself a question. Why would Jesus, why would truly Jesus extend reconciliation, forgiveness, and later would be very, very, very disappointed if you needed to use it? I'm talking about forgiveness. Why would he extend and say, listen, I've died for the world. I have spilled my blood for you. I've reconciled you. I, I have put you, uh, you, you are at the right standing with God. You can come boldly before the throne. So now I've, I've extended forgiveness to the whole world. And yet when you need forgiveness, why would God be disappointed? Sometimes we think that we disappoint God and disappoint others because of the condemnation, because we go back to the negativity. And the more you magnify that, the more real it becomes. But the more you magnify grace and mercy, forgiveness of God, the more that will become will become alive in you. And the power of forgiveness and grace and, and mercy and, and, and all these things will become the life giving spirit inside you. And that is the spirit of Jesus. Spirit of Jesus is forgiveness. Let me repeat this again. Spirit of Jesus is forgiveness. As a matter of fact, he's standing before God and God sees the world through his blood. He will come and he will be judging and he will be one day stand, standing in. And I believe placing his hand upon your shoulders and saying, good and faithful sir, servant or, or I never knew you. Now, Last verse in, uh, for this podcast is 2 Timothy 4.2. It says this, Preach the word of God. Be prepared whether the time is favorable or not. Patiently correct, rebuke, encourage your people with good teaching. Now, preach the word of God and, and be prepared whether time is favorable or not. Now, if you know the word of God, Bible is saying right here that the time is not always going to be favorable. Sometimes you're going to experience turmoil and sometimes that turmoil will come, will come because of somebody else not, and not because of you. 
Sometimes you will experience the different struggle at work, at your career, at businesses, in church, and this and that. But but Bible is telling us to be prepared and know the Word of God in season and out of season, whether time is favorable or not. Patiently correct, rebuke, encourage your people with good teaching. Three things. And see, this is the difference between condemnation and forgiveness. Now, the more you magnify sin, as I said, the more stronger it will become. The more you magnify forgiveness, the more power forgive forgiveness can be life within you. But Bible says here three things. Patiently correct. What is correct? It's simply to come and speak the truth within this correct correct correction. Hey, hey, I see you're going through stuff. I see you're in pain. I see you're hurting. I don't want you like this. Patiently correct. You're bringing the truth to light. Rebuke is pointing out to the problem. You're saying, hey, I know you're living in this, in this. I know you don't want to be. Because here's the thing. You can't bring truth without pointing out to the problem. But now, but Bible is saying, but encourage your people with good teaching. So that means now tell them the truth of the gospel. Point now to the problem. But the end result, the end, kind of the end to it all is encouraging people with what? with gospel, good teaching. You see, never give up. Pastor said this to me uh, when he was telling me the, this story about that guy. He said, never give up on people. Because if you don't give up on people, the end of every stir, story will glorify God. The end of every story, God is powerful to restore every single thing if you don't give up, if you don't give condemnation, if you don't condemn others, but if you understand that you belong to Jesus, there is no condemnation. He's not pointing finger at you. He's not saying you're bad because of this. You're on the road to recovery and that road might be long. But he said, when you're giving grace, mercy, forgiving others, Every story will become like that. Maybe not every. Maybe there is going to be some that, that will never want to acknowledge the truth. But most of his life, he said, every time I would not give up on people, the end result would be encouraging. As he was standing in the hospital, now they both were in tears, hugging each other, forgiving one another. And I truly believe the next day when he was gone or the following day, he was standing in front of Jesus and Jesus saying, good and faithful servant. Why I'm bringing this? Because we never, never, there is, there is no end to God's grace. There is no end. There is, it's never ending. God's grace, as long as you live on this planet earth, will continue until the moment you die. God's mercy will continue. He will protect you. His protection is, is, is there until the day you die. And the more you see that, the more you, the more you see Jesus as the King who came to the world to forgive all of us. And you're gravitating towards that forgiveness, towards that love, towards that, towards patience, towards being kind, the more that will take root in your life. But the more and more you will look at people and start condemning and you look at yourself and, and again, man, Lord, I messed up. I, and, and, and you start condemning yourself. The more 
the more and more you will magnify that sin in your life. Don't ever give up on people. Don't ever give up on yourself. Many of us, I see today, giving up on ourselves because we're not good enough. We're not worthy enough. Or some, we're not there where we wanted to be with our careers, businesses, and on and on and on. Understand that God's grace and mercy is so powerful. It's so big. It's so over the whole world. It covers every single thing in this world. He already extended forgiveness. He already reconciled the whole world. It's up to us to live Romans 8 and say, hold on a second. I belong to Jesus. And because I belong to Jesus, there is no condemnation. He's not condemning me. He loves me. He wants me to grow. And because I understand that, now His Spirit, life-giving Spirit, living inside me. And if His Spirit, life-giving Spirit, lives inside me, I'm to extend that life-giving Spirit to everybody in my life. I'm to teach. I'm to correct, rebuke. But I'm to encourage them. Truly encourage them. Telling them the truth of the gospel. Pointing out to the problem. But to encourage them that they can change and they can live amazing life. Life of love, of courage, of forgiveness, of life-giving spirit in every one of us. And life with no condemnation. That's how Jesus wants you to live. And the more you understand that, the better you will be in life. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face shine on you, be gracious to you, turn His face towards you and give you His mighty peace.